Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey friends, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 29th. This is episode number 917 and I'm gonna encourage you a little bit today from the word of God as we are studying it over at MomStrong International. If you need a little hug from the Holy Spirit today, if you need a little bit of spring in your step, stick around. I think you're gonna be encouraged. Well, I hope you guys are doing good on this Wednesday. Certainly, we've got a lot going on in the nation, a lot going on around the world. We continue to be under siege, really, from a virus that we can't see and a government that we can. And uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. Our family has been in kind of a, a funny season And I know a lot of you are struggling with some things as well. And so I thought today I would, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to answer questions or not. I have some set aside. And so if I do have time, then I definitely will do that. But I wanted to take you to the Bible study that we have been doing at MomStrong International. And I know that a lot of you are not familiar with MomStrong International because you haven't come over there yet, but I just want to encourage you to do it. You can find me at my uh, my ministry, MomStrong International. We do a, a Bible study there every month. This month, we are studying how our hope is in the Lord because when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, the veil was torn and we have access to God the Father through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. And it's a powerful time to know the word of God. It's a powerful time to be a child of God. It's a an amazing time, actually, because we can see that God is at work. I uh, wanted to let you guys know that my women's conference, Faith That Speaks, uh, we are tentatively moving forward with those events. And uh, they are conferences where I spend a whole day and a half just taking you guys deep into the Bible, and we we pray together, we read God's word together, we worship together, we eat together, and uh, our lives are changed as a result. So if you're anywhere near Bristol, Indiana, I will be there September 11th and 12th, and uh, I will be at, uh, at in Coos Bay, Oregon, the 25th and 26th of September. In October, Uh, I'll be in the Washington, D.C. area. We're still working on that location, but that's October 16th and 17th. And then November 6th and 7th, uh, we will do the final for this year, Faith That Speaks, in Vancouver, Washington. And we will announce where that will be as the date gets a little bit closer. But I wanted you guys to put it on your calendar and, and encourage you. I believe and have believed for a long time, but I think now more than ever, the Lord is just really, there's a quickening happening, isn't there? There's something happening in the spirit. And 
uh, we we want to pay attention to it, right? We we want to say, you know, Lord, uh, what is it that you are doing right now so that we can be prepared for his return? We want to be ready for the return of the Lord Jesus. And at MomStrong International, we are studying this partly so that we can be ready and so that we're listening so that when the Lord comes back, we're not going to be ashamed. We're going to be like, Lord, we've been looking for you. You're appearing. We've been waiting for you. We've been worshiping you. We've been obeying you. We've been telling people that you're coming again. And we've been resting in the hope of knowing that you're coming again. And so today uh, I'm going to do something a little bit different and I'm going to read to you from uh, the third week of the study uh, called Hope the Veil is Torn. This is on day five. So I know a lot of you listening to this are have already downloaded it. If you haven't, you can go to momstronginternational.com and uh, become a member of the Bible study community there. But I want to start in Romans chapter 12, verse 12. This is out of the ESV. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. How many times can Jesus expect us to have a hopeful outlook in the midst of trying times? Those times are exactly where hope grows. Without hardship, there is no need for perseverance. And with no need for perseverance, there is no character development, which breeds a self-centered adult living with the expectation of ease, which is not what we want our children to be when they grow up. That word for be patient is rendered perseverance in a sense of absolutely and emphatically under misfortunes and trials, holding fast to one's faith in Christ. I'm always telling my children that another word for perseverance is patience in action. Perseverance is something that we choose to do. We choose to persevere. And I don't know about you guys, but in my life, I grow the most, not in the shallow, but in the deep. My faith is not strengthened when I have everything that I need and when our our lives are easy or comfortable. My faith grows when my feet can't touch and the waves are taller than I am. And certainly I know a lot of you listening to this are there right now. Maybe the waves are taller than you are. And the Apostle Paul is telling us to hold fast to Jesus in hardship through the strength that we get from crying out to the Lord in constant prayer. The Bible exhorts us to be in prayer always. That our relationship with God should be a constant communication between us and the Holy Spirit. When we're in constant communication with him, we're aware of the things that grieve the Holy Spirit in our lives. And here at the podcast, you know, for many years, I've had people coming on the show to exhort you and to encourage you and to make you laugh. And today I just want to take just a moment and encourage you to a place of perseverance. One of the things that's so fascinating about the pandemic is that we're all going through the same hard thing together. I think it's hitting us in different ways. There are some of you guys listening that have literally lost everything because I've heard from you. Some of you who lost your businesses and the chances of them coming back are next to none. Some of you are doing fine. You're an essential worker and this really hasn't affected you at all. 
Some of you, like me, are watching what's happening with our government and its cause for concern. And I want to encourage you today, no matter where you are on the spectrum of suffering, whether you're suffering just a little bit or you're like a full-blown suffering, to just lean into the Lord Jesus. To lean in. I've been watching for several years, kind of from the sidelines, a friend of mine from high school suffering with cancer. And last week, he was told that his cancer has grown to the point where he has days. In fact, by the time this podcast airs, I don't even know if he may be in the presence of the Lord. He can't be more than 47 years old. And these are hard things to understand, and yet God doesn't ask us to try to understand them. He says, know that I am good, and I see things that you can't see, and I have perspective that you don't have. And as I've watched my friend Jay McKinney go through the suffering that he's gone through, he has done exactly that. And I know that I know that he's going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And you guys, it reminds me that we are all of us just passing through. We're just passing through. The Lord says, hang in there. When we cry out to the Lord in prayer, when we do what he's asked us to do, what happens is that we moor ourselves to him. We anchor ourselves to him. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather be anchored to him than my favorite apps on social media or news channels. And so if you're listening to this today, I'm going to encourage you to lift your eyes to heaven. The Bible says that our hope is in eternity with Christ. And this is what gives us endurance to live through the most difficult seasons of life. In Romans 8, 35 to 39, the Apostle Paul reminds us that our suffering does not separate us from Christ. And actually, he says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? or are persecuted, or hungry, or destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. In verse 38, he says, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, Neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky or above the earth below, indeed nothing in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. What does he mean by that? He means all you guys got to do is look at Jesus. If God was willing to send his own son to the earth to be broken for you. He has already shown you that his love knows no limits. And we can rejoice because this is the hope that we have. For God promises us that nothing, not tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or sword or poverty, nothing can separate us from his love. And in his love, we are more than conquerors. You see, the earth is like a garage, right? And heaven is a mansion of his glory. 
We fear the coronavirus. We fear financial disaster. We fear the process of dying. And these are normal responses. Jesus did not enjoy his suffering here on the earth either, right? And so how do we respond to the fear that's all around us? Here's how we do it. Are you ready? We speak the truth of the word to ourselves. The hope that he has given us is the hope of eternity. We've got to wrap ourselves around this truth or we'll tell people of an empty hope by the way that we live our lives. Are you guys leaning into the Father today? Are you leaning into the hope that we have in Jesus Christ? Or are you allowing the wind and the waves of social media and YouTube videos and the theories about what's happening in our government and all of these things? Are you allowing those things to take your eyes off of Jesus? Turn your eyes toward Jesus today. Turn your eyes toward Jesus with me, would you? Can we turn our eyes back to the one who says he holds the future in his hands? There's nothing that's going to separate us from the love of Christ. Nothing. And as I get older and as we see more and more things happening around us, it's reminding me even more that my life is just a blip on the radar and I want everything I do to count for Christ. As I was growing up, we used to sing a song. Some of you guys will be familiar with it. It's called, There's Something About That Name. And it says, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus. Like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. As our kids are watching us struggling through this, our lives are telling them that we either trust the Lord or we don't. And I want to just encourage you to a place of peace in the middle of a pandemic today. I'm getting so many emails from you and lots of messages on Instagram. And I know because I have all also <laughs> fallen victim to it occasionally. Sometimes I fall down the rabbit hole and I'll spend an hour and a half watching things I should never watch that make me panicked about something I cannot control. And then, I, and then I worry and I forget that God said, Heidi, I am right here. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And you guys, when you believe that, then you really can engage in the battle. You really can get off the bench and onto the battlefield with confidence, knowing that God is with you. And he's with you right now. Nothing's changed. So I just want to encourage you away from a place of panic and back to a place of peace. You can trust the Lord. Perseverance is what God is growing in us right now as his children. You can persevere because of Jesus. It's really true. I always try to talk about things that are happening in the culture, especially uh, on Wednesdays. And one of the things I've been just burdened to ask you guys to pray about 
is a situation here in Washington state where our uh, governor, Governor Inslee, uh, has decided to sign into law comprehensive sex education, which is terrible right in and of itself. It's terrible. But what's really a frustration for me right now is the knowledge that we can't do very much about it because we're all in lockdown. So referendum 90 is circulating right now. If you are a citizen of Washington state, I'm going to ask you to engage in this particular battle. A couple different ways that you can do it. I will link back to them in the show notes today. But if you live in Washington or you know somebody in Washington state, um, even though the state is shut down and even though, you know, quote, non-essential businesses are shut down and people are losing their livelihoods, um, there is a very evil agenda that is being advanced. And we have been greatly hampered by COVID-19 from collecting signatures, which are absolutely necessary to see referendum 90 pass and, and get a referendum against comprehensive sex education on the ballot this November. And so I'm going to encourage you, you can get a petition sent to you and or you can come by the Homeschool Resource Center and sign the petition, grab a petition, take it to any place that you can, drive it to your neighbor's house, uh, um, tell them to come out, bring their own pen and sign it and get them mailed in. We have a deadline that's coming up very early in June. And since Washington State is on lockdown until the end of May, we are going to need a miracle to pull it off. But guess what, you guys? We know the God of miracles. We serve the way maker, right? And God's going to make a way. These are his children and we need them uh, to be protected from really from what is a massive uh, hijacking of the public school system. So I'm going to encourage you to get involved. If you live anywhere in Washington state, let your friends know, you guys, do not be quiet about this. Do not be silent. Engage in the battle around you. I, I, I think, you know, a lot of you are asking me, how do we engage when all this is happening? I'm so afraid. Listen, if we spend hours and hours on the news instead of saying, okay, I see there's a problem. What can I do to engage with it? It's not helpful just to sit on Facebook and uh, rant about things, all right? It is helpful to say, what can I do? And to engage in the process and allow the Lord to teach you from his word how he wants you to engage, to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. God is not a God of disorder. He is a God of order. And he has not given you a spirit of confusion, but of power and love and a sound mind. And that is who you are in Christ. And the more you understand about how God sees you and God's heart for you, the more uh, you will begin to find that he gives you strength when you need it. God gives us the strength to do what we need to do. And this battle is a battle that's worth fighting. So I'm going to continue to pray that God's will will be done here in Washington state. I said a couple of weeks ago on a, uh, on a Facebook live post that I did that I was considering running for governor because I'm just so frustrated. Obviously I can't run for governor right now. Uh, but boy, I wonder what would happen you guys, if instead of being afraid and instead of, you know, cowering in our homes, we started saying, Lord, help us to do what you want us to do. Uh, speaking of Washington state, I will be probably, I mean, obviously anything can happen between now and then, but I am planning on May 1st going back up to the Capitol in Olympia. I encourage you if you live in, in uh, Washington to go and rally together with other patriots who love this country and stand for freedom. And, uh, we are going to be rallying together on May 1st at the Capitol again to try to send a message to our governor that says, please let healthy people go back to work. There is a way to protect the vulnerable and care for the sick 
and let healthy people go back to work. And I believe with all my heart, that's what needs to happen. And uh, we're going to do everything we can, at least in our family, to uh, to stand for liberty and freedom. It is a misnomer, you guys, that we can't stand for liberty and freedom and still care about the vulnerable. I sent a message to the governor last week and I said, listen, uh, I'm, I'm willing, like, show me how I can, can I shop for somebody who needs to stay home? Can I make a meal? Can I take a meal? What can we do? But to quarantine healthy people and crash our economy uh, is just unwise, I think, on a hundred different levels. So I know some of you disagree with me about that. We can love each other and still disagree. But if you would agree with me and you live in Washington State, please join me on May 1st at the Capitol in Olympia. In the meantime, you guys, uh, we serve a God of miracles. And I believe that he is at work. And I believe that he's doing a work in the lives of his children, that he's calling us back to himself, that we would get ourselves ready as the bride of Christ for his return. It's a precious, precious time to be walking with the Lord. So I want to encourage you in that today. We love you guys so much. I thank you for listening from the bottom of my heart. I thank you for sharing the podcast and for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast financially, uh, especially now during COVID-19. If you're able to do that, we really greatly appreciate that. And uh, we also want to say thanks for leaving reviews for the podcast and over my books and anywhere books are sold. It really is a blessing and an encouragement to us. Stay faithful, everybody. The Lord sees what's happening. He sees you. He loves you. And his heart toward you is always, ever, only good. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.